0: Hey, Spitwads, just a quick reminder. If you want access to the entire archive of Spitballers shows, well, that's easy. You can go to spitballerspod.com, click become a Spitwad, support the show, get access to each and every episode, and make your life oh so much better.
1: What happens when three buffoons give life advice, explore unrealistic situations, and give random topics more thought than they probably deserve? It's the Spitballers Podcast with Andy, Mike, and Jason.
0: Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-do! That's hey to you. Welcome in. Welcome to the show. Andy, Mike, and Jason, the Spitballers Podcast, back again, episode 63. Hey, everybody. Breaking out a new segment today. It's called Liar Liar. You're going to enjoy it. Or or Unless I'm lying. Oh. You never know. We've also got Would You Rather on the show today, another Spitballers draft, and a review. Oh review
2: a Rex. This one comes in from Listening on a Plane by S. Davidson 901. Great, I think their name.
3: name is S. Davidson 901.
2: That's right. It's a five-star review, Mike, so it's great. Here's what it says. It says, I downloaded an episode to listen while flying solo. It started off great, laughing to myself inside my head, but after a few minutes, I couldn't keep my laughter in. Then, when Andy mentioned the boot the size of a continent... I lost it. I had to pause for a few minutes to recompose myself and catch my breath while getting glances from everyone around me. I was worried they were going to have to land the plane and bring me to a psych ward, which I would be fine with as long as they gave me my weekly dose of the Spitballers podcast.
3: Uh, S. Davidson901, thank you so much for listening to the show and for the review. Have you guys ever been on the plane and listening? you're listening to something funny or watching a funny movie and you get the audible giggles. Yes,
0: I have not yes. been in that situation. Now when he said, you know, he she was was flying solo, I couldn't but help but think of this man is in a prop plane by himself <laughs> with our podcast on, barely paying
2: attention to the task at hand.
0: Cracking up while he's uh, got hands on the sticks. I had to pause cuz I was about to crash. <laughs> But we do appreciate the review, the subscribes, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening, Spotify. Keep them up.
2: What you do on a plane is very, very interesting because you could do certain things like listening to a comedy podcast. You're laughing. You seem like a crazy person. I recommend it. I, uh, you know, we we fly for the Fantasy Footballers podcast around the country from time to time. And uh, so here's a guilty pleasure. That I have just recently finished season two of. This is we get asked all the time, like, what's a what's muse What's a band that you're like ashamed to love, but you do? And I don't really have a great answer for that. But if you were to say, what's what's a show that you are sh- ashamed to love, but you love? Oh, there's no He's doubt. He's on our set, man. Uh, yes, it's One Punch Man. One Punch. It's fantastic. If you don't know what it is, it's anime. It's outlandish. It's ridiculous. But on the plane, I remember flying. And there is a certain character in this show that is highly inappropriate. (laughs) Highly inappropriate. And I didn't know. I've never watched this show before. So I'm watching on my laptop. And I'm between two people. And all of a sudden, this super inappropriate cartoon character who has very... Uh, scant he, he, he has scant clothing and a lot of muscles and i'm like what do i do do i do i put my hands over it do i cover <laughs> it do i do i admit
3: do i just do you lean in do, like oh, oh you, this is great oh I, yeah so uncomfortable <laughs> put on this huge ridiculous smile <laughs> so yes. if anyone sees it oh man
2: you're just grinning i that was what, like i don't get that uncomfortable like i i don't embarrass easy i was I wish I had a turtle shirt where I could just <laughs> hide my head from all onlookers.
0: You can follow the show on Twitter at Pod. Follow Mike at FFHitman, Jason at JasonFFL. I'm at Andy Holloway. SpitballersPod.com. You can become a spitwad. You can support the show, get access to the archives. We're going to start this one off with some Would You Rather.
1: Would You Rather.
0: All right. Kristen is a spitwad, a Patreon supporter, and asks this would you rather question. Would you rather there be a perpetual water balloon war going on in your city and town or a perpetual food fight taking place in your city or town? So this is just a persistent, always, forever battle taking place. So first of all, no matter what you pick, when you go outside,
2: it's game on. Yes. So this is just a matter of which game would you rather both play, and which game would you rather avoid when you do not want
3: to have quote game on. I have my my practical answer is it 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 has to be the water balloon fight because really, yeah. There's there's this thing that happens to food when you leave it out. Yeah, it it goes bad, that's- and there's there's just there's problems. There are not the food Jason eats. Jason's <laughs> used to eating food that's kind of a pro-
1: has a life cycle forever. A Twinkies McDonald's fry.
2: stay forever. See the way that I'm interpreting this, right? This is obviously a government subsidized backed program. Is this <laughs> part of your platform, Jason? They are, for sure it is. <laughs> they are preparing the city for this war, so they're 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 the ones filling okay. the water balloons up. And when you go out, there's stands and tables of water balloons already Wait, pre-made so, so ready to go. Is this solving like the poverty crisis? And that's where I wanted to go because one of these I'm not going out there and squirting this water balloon into my mouth. I might be thirsty, but I'll go grab a bottle of water before I do that. But if I go out there and there's like, "Oh, what is this? Like a pie for someone's face?" I'm going to eat this. So I'm you not- won't
0: you won't fight, you'll just eat the food.
3: I and see. Well,
2: look, I, there's parts of, you know, I don't like eating the butts of food. Do you guys know like do any of you have that problem? I what,
3: don't I- like eating butts either, Jason.
2: <laughs> no, no, like I like when you're taking a drink of anything just leaving the last
3: little bit when you're eating a hot. Do you do that with a banana? Do the you leave the little last oh, little bit of a yes, banana? Of course, Everyone, because we're not monsters. The
0: Wait, but you eat the top of the banana, which is the same. Wait, you eat the bottom eat of the, a
3: banana. The little, the little, uh, not the peel. No, no the, the, the little black piece inside the banana. Well, no, I, uh, you eat the full banana. There's no banana. way you do. There's no way. There's this there's, is there's not, Borland. Andy's, this is not possible. Okay. You eat
0: when you get a banana. You take the if you were to take the whole banana out of the peel, you would
3: eat the whole thing. I <laughs> do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, You eat the the, the, no, the nasty black tip at the bottom.
0: There's not a nasty black oh, tip at yes the bottom. Yes, there is.
3: Word. When's the last time you had a banana? Which it's the answer is never. Can't because- you eat
0: them both ways? <laughs> <Can't> no, you <laughs> can't eat the, the butt
2: of the banana? What are you, a monster? I can't oh, believe. Oh, no. I couldn't wait for Borland to chime in here because I already knew his response. It should be what all human responses are, which is, well, no, that part is like, like for instance. You pick it off. For instance. I don't eat the the, the, the the middle of a peach. The right? pit? The pit. Because
0: it's not made for consumption. That's <laughs> Apparently, ba- banana butt is a vape liquid.
3: <laughs> oh, no.
0: Uh, Kids, no. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure not that... that I the, recommend that. I don't,
2: I'm not sure that the official term of that spot of a banana is the butt.
3: But <laughs> it makes sense, right? It's the bottom. I was intrigued that you were going all over the place. Very... Very general with it. So that like the bottom of your drink. That's the butt. Oh, sure. Just guys, the end. The end guys, of. Oh, according man.
0: to urban dictionary, the black tip of the banana is called the. Are you allowed to say this? <laughs> no, I'm not. It's called something otherwise known as the little brown part at the bottom of the banana that no one in the right mind eats. That's yes. What, thank you. That's what it says. And it's the bananas.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, the
0: bananas. Yes. According uh, to Urban uh, <laughs> Dictionary, oh. where they're asking basically, is it even safe to eat it? I I'm it's still safe, unaware of what, what it is.
3: You, this banana. is wild. To Look, so, I want
0: my like. I'll cut out if you give me a banana and it's got a bruise, I'll cut the bruise out. So I'm not then, eating any black. Then there's dip.
1: no way you're eating. Yeah, the I don't. I don't eat the banana. It usually like, stays in the peel. Yes, usually oh, okay. it does.
0: So there's a mysterious bananas down there. Well, because what you do is you peel the this
1: banana the top best to word bottom. I've ever heard.
0: <laughs> it is.
2: You peel the banana top to bottom, but you're still holding the peel. Inside okay, the peel, where okay. your fingers are, is the bananas, and you don't want to touch it either. Which is why you want to keep that peel on your bananas. Now,
3: have you had your mind blown with the peeling the banana backwards, upside down? Yes, but then you have to cut off. Well, you you don't have to cut it off. You can just you just
2: rip the tip. It's really well, that's what I'm. I'm not saying I'm getting scissors. <laughs> I'm saying I'm taking the. I'm yes. I'm just ripping ben, it off. Get the banana scissors. I'm just saying, like, if, I
3: gotta remove another bananas. It's it's actually easier to eat to peel the banana upside down.
0: I no, I don't need new
3: things in my life, Mike. I'm I in have, my mid 30s. I
0: need to do things the way I've been doing them.
2: I have seen people do that. Like, it's uh, much li- easier. Life hack. Check this out. And I'm like, I've never had a problem peeling a banana in that's, my life.
3: That's, that's a bold faced lie. Everyone, <laughs> everyone has experienced when it you is. go to do the banana. And, it is a lie. And the peel doesn't <laughs> it doesn't snap open. And now you have like contorted the banana, I feel like you're upset.
2: I feel like we're already on to Liar Liar segment because you just (laughs) called me out. I know what you're talking about. Sometimes the banana... Everyone's done it. You know, if it's too ripe or something. Yes. Anyways. So you start by... Back to the bananas. So past past (laughs) the bananas, past the bananas, here's here's the thing. I don't like eating the ends of food. Okay, that's the point of this story. So I would eat... And then take the leftover little bit, whatever it is. It maybe it's the crust, maybe it's the last p- bit of a hot dog, maybe it's you know the bananas, And I'm throwing it. So do right you, know, at you do
3: you eat the heel of a of a loaf of bread? Oh, get out of here! Like, you want? What are you? Five years old? You want to eat the heel? He moves, on to, heel. The, he moves on to
0: the. I don't even understand how there's a butt of a hot dog. You can eat the hot dog either direction. Yeah, it's the, it's same, the same hot dog. It's a But I'm not butt. even focusing on that. And you know, you probably move on to the next loaf. Yeah, well, quickly. Yeah, I mean, I because I skip the heels. Who peels your loaves for you?
2: Uh, whoever <laughs> invented this that is sliced wild. bread. Okay. The food
0: fight is just as wet
3: as. Oh, but it's, it's worse. So it's, I, I got to go with the. Oh, that was a water, we were Water answering. balloon fight. Al Borland, do you eat the heel of bread? No, that's garbage. Yeah. Nobody does. You, you, don't, you, you guys, eat the heel. Yes, no, no, no. I do. I don't yes. eat it on...
0: I'll eat it if I don't have any more bread, but I won't eat it if I have more bread. But see, if I... Like, if, I'd rather have a sandwich with the heel than no sandwich at all. If
2: I went to the loaf of bread and I'm making myself a peanut butter and jelly... You'll skip the... F- which, first of all, sounds like a great idea, and I want to do that immediately. And there's two pieces of bread left. One is a heel. One is a normal, beautiful slice of bread. Right. I'm throwing that bag in the garbage.
0: You're not even there making a There is no
2: chance I'm eating that Your wastefulness
0: sandwich. is unbelievable. That's not wasteful. That's No, helpful. no, by definition, that is wasteful. But <laughs> well, I get what you're saying. Tomato, tomato. All right. Jonathan from the website, would you rather go back in time to meet your ancestors or travel into the future to meet your grandkids? Oh, neat. I don't. I, I think I'd rather go back in time to meet my ancestors. I think. I be, because I, I think it know. would be too traumatic to my future grandkids to have this happen to them. Cause it's just for my, I don't know. See, I don't I know. Would ra-
2: I would rather go in to the future to meet my grandkids for mu- for a multitude of reasons. Right? One. Yeah, but what it- if it's
0: not such a great picture?
2: Well, sure. Like, oh,
0: like, what yeah. If, if it's, it's your tr- ancestors,
3: it's, it's done. This
0: already happened. Right. Yeah, this is a Marty McFly situation. If you go into the future and meet your grandkids, Jason, and what if they're what if they're little
2: brats? So here's here's the reason I want to go into the future to meet my grandchildren. So you can go to the future. right. So my grandchildren will be sitting in front of me, and I will not be looking at them. I'm looking right past them, looking out the windows. They're talking to me. I'm going, mm hmm. "Mm -hmm." Yeah. And uh, I'm, uh, you know, when it's my turn to talk, I won't have heard anything they said. And I'm just going to say, what's your favorite flying car, toy, or piece of tech? I
0: want to see the future tech. Like, I'm. You know, I'm, I, now, hold on. Hold on. Time travel. If you go in the past and you meet your ancestors and you clue them in on a few, a Ooh, few some little tips. Little no, this, tips yeah, then in. you're never born. No. Because, because they get rich. No, you're born, g- but you're born into a nice trust fund.
3: Well, maybe. Maybe, yeah. maybe you are. It, in, for this question, you go back. You, you can meet everyone. And then everyone gets men in black flashed and okay. it never happens. So you're just having a conversation. Yes. And uh, the, I think I'd go back. I think I would go back as well. Because the thrill of being able to, like, you would be magic to them. The things that you could off, like, a lighter. I mean, if you go back far enough and you just have a lighter on you. But see,
2: I know I'm not
3: magic, so I'm not impressed
2: with myself here. I'm just like, Jason, you guys are dumb. Jason, but I'd, if I go to
3: the future... I hate to break something to you. Okay. When you go to a magic show, mm-hmm. they aren't actually magic. What?
2: No, I've seen David Copperfield <laughs> live. This f- spawn of Satan flew over me in an, in an auditorium where he was flying through hoops. That was real.
3: Dude, oh, because the hoops to prove that he's not on yes, strings. I've
2: never been more freaked out in my life than when I
3: saw David Copperfield. Did as he a kid. go? Did he go through hoops that were? Placed both vertically and horizontally. Yes, they
2: had they had audience members come up. Now
3: I'm intrigued.
2: G- they were all <laughs> now given I believe breath. magic is real. <laughs> they, were, they were all given hoops. <laughs> they were on the stage and these like four different people who did were you picked know from these the people? Audience, I didn't know them, mm. but they were picked from the audience. But here's mm. the deal: so they they all do the hoops and they go all directions over him. That's crazy enough. Then he flies out over the audience. There was no. This was an outdoor theater. There, I like was, how there Mike, was nothing above him.
0: I like how Mike said, like, Jason, I hate to break it to you. Magic's not real. Then he asked one simple question, like, did they hold the hoops horizontally and vertically? Yeah, and, Mike, and once he said yes, he's like, I'm in. Magic. <laughs> it's, it's solved. Problem fixed. Clearly,
3: he found out how to fly, which makes him magical. Yes, so I'm with I'm Jason officially
0: going to meet my ancestors. I am too. I will see you guys not in the future. <laughs> Jeremiah from Twitter, would you rather become twice as strong but only when both your fingers are stuck in your ears. <laughs> okay. Or crawl twice twice as fast as you can run. <laughs> so you go to all fours. Oh, my goodness. And so, so you're in a sprint and you realize someone's catching you. You go to all fours. You're looking like a, a werewolf wild on the loose. You're a cheetah at this yes. point. Now, oh, what's that movie? What's what? the movie with uh, the, the M. Night movie? The Recent one, where the guy's kind of like a, a physical oh, freak. split split oh uh, yes he so runs around on all fours. That's what I was going to ask. Creepy.
3: That's what I was going to ask because a crawl. This is this a hands no, and knees crawl or can is, I bear crawl? No, I think this is hands and knees. Okay,
0: this, oh, ba- is, this is baby crawl.
2: This is baby crawl, but that means real your fast. knees are destroyed. Well, I, you got
3: to get knee pads. Okay. Yeah, you can overcome that. Incredible solution, like <laughs> <laughs> gloves and knee pads. Magic uh, then, <laughs> is real, <laughs> and and then I'm. I'm going to bypass my karate kicks being devastating. Like, I could murder people with, like, twice as strong karate kicks. What about your elbows, though? Oh. Like a nice a elbow. Oh.
0: I mean, you guys, when your fingers are in your ears, you're already flexing. And if you go double strength, as long as all your flexes end up with your fingers in your ears, you're looking good.
3: That's – well, I don't think your muscles actually get larger. But you're just the stronger? Point of the point of you, if your fingers are in your ears, you're not able to pick things up with your hands. Right. So you're only able to <laughs> – Yes, you're Mike. on the I just looked. I just. Mike I was is showing orangutan. how you
0: pick stuff up. Uh, if
3: you're on the YouTube
0: channel, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's not like a normal person. This as much so, different.
3: I am gonna crawl, and then I am freaking people out, bro. I am, I am hustling so many people for a race, saying, <laughs> "Yeah, look, you guys want to race? I'll crawl. You yeah. run. Yeah, yeah. You run. I'll crawl." Oh my gosh,
2: you'd be a you'd be a millionaire because who wouldn't take that
0: bet? And you Everyone would beat everybody would because even though we're slow running compared to a fast person. We're not half as fast. Correct. Right. So if you double my speed, I'm faster than every sprinter in the world and most horses. Now, could you make <laughs> it in the NFL? Hear me out. Crawling?
2: You, you
3: just crawl around. But we we got to hold the ball somehow. Well, no, you you crawl 40 yards and stand oh, up and then you do then you catch the ball. Yeah. I got you. Oh, you burn them, then you stand up. <laughs> yeah. That's awkward. That is, awkward. but impressive. So Jason I, Moore's got a very unusual technique. Watch his route here. <laughs> He's in fact on his hands and knees.
2: Yes. Um, th- there is no practical benefit to the double strength with hands in your with fingers in your ears, like other than carrying something incredibly heavy in a backpack. A very specific <laughs>
0: case for this strength. Like I don't know. Anywhere oh, up. I can think of one. Oh, I, give it to me. It's not a good one though. But I was picturing somebody having to save somebody from like a car, like you know the car crash, and you need to like lift the car. But the guy's running up; he's got to put his hands in. He's his He's also only push th- twice <laughs> as strong. Yeah, I was gonna That's say, true.
2: If <laughs> you gave me twice the strength but took away my arms and said, "Get this car off someone," I'd say they're dead. What if <laughs> you were th-
0: strong? You're strong enough to be a superhero. Can you be a good superhero with your fingers in your ears? Yes.
2: If you're if yeah, you're Superman certainly. strength, yes, you could karate kick <laughs> i imagine
0: you are running slightly faster in this situation if you're twice sure. as strong you're yes. running pretty fast <laughs> with your hands in your ears yeah all right i'm so crawling just, just you guys ready on. for a brand new segment let's go let's do it
1: liar liar pants <laughs> on fire
0: all right all right i i kind of missed the uh on fantasy footballers our podcast there's a normally a finishing guitar riff. That's true. And I kind of missed it there, because this was just, you know... Oh. I mean, that's pretty good stunt. All right, liar, liar, pants on fire. Here's how this is going to work. Our fearless producer, Al Borland, has provided three statements to us. Two of them are true. One is not. We try to spot the lie. We're working together. None of us know the answer. Here are the three statements for round one. We're working together? We are, because none of us know the answer. I mean, if we don't don't agree, then...
3: That's great for you guys, because... Let me ask
0: this. Borland, do we have to submit one answer as a group? No.
3: Okay. If you disagree, you can give me a different answer. All right. Well, then I take back my statement. All
0: right. Round one. Uh, Here is the first uh, statement. If you fold a piece of paper 42 times, it would be thick enough to reach the moon.
2: Hogwash.
0: Number two. Shark teeth are 12 times as strong as human teeth, and question three or point three, the average cloud weighs an estimated 1.1 million pounds. So All right. two of them are true, one is not.
2: Is that okay? That's what I was going to verify. Two of them are true, one of them is not. I have seen certain things where if you do X, Y, and Z, it can reach the moon. I've seen a lot of those type. So this is like the right. type of something that is real. But if you fold a piece of paper forty-two times, so each time it's getting twice as
3: thick. Two, four, eight. We're talking, some, a, you're talking we're exponential. Talking exponential. Oh man! Here's,
2: I don't,
3: here. The, here's what I was going to let you guys in. Think on. you're going to run out of paper? I have, I have heard this talked about before. The the folding of paper. It still makes no sense, but I've been told that. There is a there is a point where if you were able to somehow Yeah, a big the enough paper, piece of paper. It would well no well it would have to be <laughs> I guess a it doesn't very, make a difference. no it definitely makes a difference. Well why does it make no, a difference? No, it's
0: because you couldn't if it wasn't a big enough piece of paper, you couldn't keep folding it. Well, no, but you could at a microscopic level. I mean, it doesn't make a difference because you... There's a maximum
3: amount you can fold a yeah, piece of paper. Yeah, you fold a piece of paper Humans. in
0: half, whether it's a large piece of paper or a up. small one, you have half the amount of surface no area. No over there, Mike. No. Um,
3: no, I'm seeing the maximum amount like somebody can actually fold a piece well, of I'm, paper. Here's the thing. And whether and it reaches you're also, the moon. <laughs> that's cheating a little bit, Mike. Um, no, no, no! Because this is just. A I just want I'm just going to. No, Google. but if
0: you find out you can only fold a piece of paper 30 times, you know that one's a lie. I'm I, talking yeah. about
3: human beings. I know. I know this one is true. That was the, the I overarching think it's, I point think it's of the true beginning as well. Was a was true, but I wanted to see how. Okay, a human being. How many times have we been able to do it? And they're saying seven. Hold on, I'm going to Google that, real quick.
0: How? I think that one's true. I think the shark, shark teeth, teeth. I think the shark teeth are true. Well, so you think 12 times tr- as strong. See, I no, know that the- that's the lie. I'm going shark tooth is a lie. I'm not mm. going to get burned on another cloud related question on this show. <laughs> the, the, I've First, heard- it's boots, then, it's clouds. I think the cloud weighs 1.1 1. 1 million pounds, and I think that if you fold a piece of paper 42 times, that's you would wild, get to the man. moon, so and that the shark one's a lie because, you know, teeth are teeth. Clearly,
2: right? clearly, shark teeth being 12 times as strong as human teeth. That one sounds very plausible the others sound outrageous so of course it's the plausible oh. one come on Borland get out of here I'm taking the shark teak with you all right Mike uh, I mean the, it's clear and obvious the, Mike. the cloud Stick one it to makes
3: them. sense but I'm, I think that's too heavy so I'm gonna say that the cloud one is not true what a fool all right Borland
1: tell us the truth you're wrong Mike it's the shark teeth. It is the shark <laughs> teeth. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, shark's teeth are just as strong, or human teeth are just as strong as shark's teeth. Wow. I said
0: teeth are teeth. That's... I figure it's the same material. Come on now.
3: Very good. Very All right. Good. But that goes back to the point of if you fold a piece of paper 42 times, somehow you could get, no. it reaches yeah. the no, no, moon. No, no. Yep. See, here's what it should say. It's just
2: exponential if you, g- Yes. Growth. If you were to take a sheet of paper, uh, the width of a sheet of paper, and multiply that times itself 42 times. Because you cannot ever, there's, Correct. this is still a lie. You cannot fold a piece of paper 42 times and reach the moon.
1: But if you did. If you could. If you could. The yeah, statement it's, it's says, yeah. if you did this, Thank you, no, no, no. it would reach the moon. No, 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 no,
2: no, this is my point. Even if you could, not, I'm not talking about the difficulty. The, the piece of paper would have to be like 20 times the size of planet Earth. Sure. So, no, that's this is a word, lie. That's
0: what if means. If you could. All right, moving on. Uh, Jason and I are geniuses. Mike's stupid. Uh Round two. That one is true. Oh, my statement They are geniuses. Obviously, we don't even need to do any more rounds. I think, or this segment ever again. Now that Mike is wrong on something. All right, round two. The nine-banded armadillo almost always gives birth to identical twins. So this Mm. is a type of armadillo almost always gives birth to identical twins. Betty White. Here's the second one. Betty White is older than the invention of rubber tires, garages, traffic signals, sunglasses, and sliced bread. Wait, wait a minute. Betty There's, White is a national treasure so as well.
2: I, I know you haven't read the third one yet, but garages are considered an invention? <laughs> like, uh, I think
0: there was yeah. a pretty carport life going on for uh, the early days. Where did like you put your car before the garage?
2: I'm sa- I'm just saying... A garage. In the garage
3: that has always existed. A house was an invention. A garage was just. <laughs> I'm just saying, like a garage is a shelter.
0: Like it's a it's a barn. Well, no, no, it's more of a garage.
2: Get out!
3: All right, what's a do third you one? park your car in the barn? If I had a barn, I would, and then I would call it a garage. There you go. Would you let your livestock live in the garage? Hey, it, they're called words, Jason. They right. they are meant to describe different eye objects in society.
0: All right. The last one, Minnesota has more shoreline than California, Florida, and Hawaii combined. Ooh. Now, that's a lake joke. Yes, the land of 10,000 lakes. And if there's 10,000 lakes, there's a lot of shores. So I buy that one. Mm. What I'm not, I don't buy the Betty White one. I don't think she's that old. I mean, people can only be so old. Rubber tires, garages, traffic signals, sunglasses, and sliced bread. That's that's way too. I mean, maybe, but. Here's See,
2: I play this game different. I play this game trying to get in the mind of Borland. And I. Yeah. To, to if I may. It's a disturbing Borland, place if, to travel if to. If I may disrespect you.
3: get nocturnal, trying to be an owl. R-
2: uh, yes. Try to be owl Borland. I don't think you would have come up with this list of things. I just, I think you would have been too lazy to keep going Whoa! and say rubber tires and garages and traffic. That's and exactly how I feel about Nine
0: Banded Armadillo, though. I don't think he's coming up with a new armadillo type for me, oh, which that, means That one's true. That's what I think. Yeah, that's true. So Betty White's fake. I'm no. with you again. Oh wait. I think Oh gosh, Betty- one of these has to be a lie. Shoot,
2: there's a foil to my plan. <laughs> Minnesota has more shoreline than
0: California,
2: Florida, and Hawaii combined.
0: That's a lot.
2: I'm going to go with that
3: one. I'm going with the armadillo. That sounds like a Pokemon. So we're we're switching them all. So all of us believe something different. Only one of us is a genius. I'm locking in Betty White is older than those things as true. That one's locked in for me.
0: No, that's the one. I'm going to call that one the lie. All right, Borland. This better not be
2: one of these things where it's like... (laughs) They're all lies. No, no, no. But it's like, oh...
1: It, false. It was the eight-banded armadillo. <laughs> like,
0: yeah. All right, tell the truth.
1: Jason's not far from the truth, but Mike got this correct, and it is the nine-banded armadillo. But it almost always gives birth to quadruplets. Oh, that's how that- you
2: like me now.
1: I don't know if I like. Well, we're even now.
2: But well, Andy and
3: I wrong. Lost yeah. one. 1-1, one, one. you've lost one one one, Mike, so now here we go. I was under the impression if you get one of these correct, you are in fact a genius. No, 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 well, no. We're all that's three round gen- one. Round yes, one. that was only in round one, that's mm. the rules, yes. All right, I agree. Last this one was a
0: lot easier, This will right. settle it, unless we all agree. Round three, okay? This has been very fun and educational. Humans share 60% of their DNA with <laughs> bananas, bananas. <laughs> bananas. That that one's got to be. <laughs> that's, true. The, that's the lie. That's got to be true. The largest turtle ever recorded weighed more than a ton. Mm. I believe that. And sure. the toenail of your little toe is called the spungle. Oh man! Now Shoot. he's really spinning us into s- circles. The All spungle. Right. The largest turtle ever recorded weighing more than a
2: ton. I'm blocking that in. It's I'm true. locking that one in. Yeah, that's true. So now I'm I'm. Do you
0: believe, are you buying into that? I mean, you do you, Andy, but. (sighs) I think that's probably true, but ever recorded, that means that this is in the, does that mean that it's in the time that, you know, we've been measuring turtles? Yes, Yes. This is not like you're finding a fossil of a turtle? Right. Correct. Yeah, More the, than a ton. Did you
3: know? I don't think so. A ton is
2: only 2,000 pounds. A tur- sea, yeah, you're right. Sea turtles Is get... that how
0: many? How much?
2: Yeah, a ton a is 2,000. A ton 2, is 2,000 pounds. Okay.
3: It, uh, I'm almost there. fascinating science fact from one of my children's skeleton bones. The turtle shell, it's actually their ribs. I don't believe that, no. That's the lie. False. <laughs> That's the lie. <laughs> okay. All right, so now humans your, your children, uh,
2: are liars. percent of their DNA with their bananas... Ribs? Yeah. Oh, this is this is
3: I don't need to know that. Well, it's too late. You can't unlearn it. I feel like, <laughs> I
2: hope that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the toenail of your little toe being called a spungle. So if that is the lie, if that's the lie that you made up, Jeremy, I'm unfathomably proud of you. That
3: is such a I, good We're playing Balderdash yes,
2: right now. This is Balderdash, one hundred percent. Not a sponsor. Great game though. Not a sponsor. Yes. Yet.
3: <laughs> So, you, you out there, so, Balderdash. So if you're, if it's the little toe is called a spungle, that's an inference that are all your toenails called a spungle, and he's just highlighting one, or do they have a different name for every toenail? I am officially locking in humans sharing sixty percent
0: of their DNA with bananas as the lie. I believe that Al Borland copy pasted these three, switched the word whatever with bananas. That we actually share DNA with. He put bananas Ooh. in there to be funny. He might have done it on the fly when oh, we were talking about bananas. On. Yes, I'm with you. Yes, That's a bananas and I don't have to take it. Yes,
2: That's the lie. 60% I believe that. locked in. Because your toenail has to be a spungle. Of course, makes too much sense. Where are you at, Mike?
3: Now I'm in a very difficult position. Because you kind of buy what I'm saying. because he, I, Actually, I thought that right away. What, yeah. what are the chances of banana actually being in the show? But now you two are locked in on an answer. Oh, so, so I could just go game for. Theory. I could either win it all, or lose to you,
0: buffoons. or tie by going with ours. Yeah, but then who cares?
2: We, if you go with what we went with, then we're all the same. Yeah, you really need Where's to take another shot. I'm going
3: with Spungle. <laughs> I'm not getting it in, baby.
2: Oh no, Jeremy! What Al, is it? Bo- Al Borland's face just said you got it right. Mike is a genius. Oh no,
3: oh, no! He came
2: back. From- yes, I am so proud of you now. I'm proud of you unless. Yes! Unless what Mike said is true. If it's something like the toenail is called the Spungle and. No, it's just completely made up. Dude, wow. I am so proud of you. That is a great lie. <laughs> you no, know,
0: as I can say, take this segment, shove it in your bananas. All right, we're moving on. We're moving on. I'm not. Uh, you're not. No, because you're cause the. I'm a winner. You went from the biggest loser to the biggest winner and you did it really quick. It's time to draft.
1: the spitballers draft
3: that that's one of my favorite segments oh competition
0: i enjoy it it, very much. it really does all right i guess i have the first pick today and i guess we are picking the most iconic voices in hollywood yes borland would you explain to us your view of an iconic voice i mean i i would just love to have that
1: it doesn't have to be say, you but uh recognizable and memorable
0: okay
3: like they're doing a commercial. You can hear their voice, and you know, okay, I know who that is at, right away. Iconic. All right. That's everybody knows it,
0: and it's tough because I think there are two big names They're, in my mind that I want to select, but I'm going to go with... We can just get to the third pick if you want. <laughs> yeah, you're the top two are Because you're so just going to take the other one. <laughs> yep. And I'm trying to think, what is going to win me a vote? I mean... Both of these names are on the same playing field. Yeah. That's. that's Speaking terrible. of playing fields, you settled it for me, Mike. Because I'll go the Field of Dreams route. James Earl Jones will be my pick. Darth Vader, Mufasa, Field of Dreams. You psyched
3: me out, man. I thought you were pivoting to Kevin Costner. No, sir. (laughs) No, James
0: Earl Jones is in
2: Field of Dreams.
3: Hey, just throwing this out there for later.
2: It's a great pick if you want Kevin Costner, Andy.
0: Yeah, I'll take it. Uh, James Earl
3: Jones. Cool. So I'm up second. Yeah. Awesome. Morgan Freeman. There you go. Well, <laughs> this I mean that
0: I I was so close good. to going Morgan Freeman, but I went like Ability Factor. I like James Earl Jones a little bit more.
2: We were sitting in the studio when we were told that this is what the draft was. I was like, that that sucks. There's two clear picks.
3: There's and still there's still fantastic. There's ones. plenty of
2: okay ones. There's plenty of really great voices who are nowhere near. Well, you're not as really I, helping yourself here. Well, look, I already lost by getting the third pick. I am. Mm-hmm. I, yes. Let me tell you something.
3: When, That's why you'll lose. When
2: you guys agreed that, yeah, there were two clear-cut winners. Right. I still had hope. When Andy <laughs> says there's only two, I'm like, man, just let one of these two fall to me. And when you chimed in and said, let's just get to the third pick, I was like, maybe he'll mess this up. Maybe he's thinking of someone else, but you didn't. Those two are great. So You're being a real spungle right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, as we learned, is nothing. Um, all right. I, I'm going to go with two uh, very oh, classic. Yeah, you get two. Yeah, okay. I, get, I, I get two. They're not going to be on the same playing field, but they're both great. First, I'm taking Anthony Hopkins. That's a great one. Anthony Hopkins can do creepy. He can do children's movies. You know he's the uh, the yeah. he's the narrator for the Grinch. Yep. Um, Anthony Hopkins is great, and then, you know, I think to have an iconic voice like you 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 go with the classic like the the when you think about James Earl Jones and you think about Morgan Freeman, you think about that classic oh, deep deep baritone baritone voice. But I think there's another way to try to win here, and that's with. Voices that are mimicked, voices that are famous Oh, don't for take my picks. So I'm going mini-penny with Sean
3: Connery. Oh. oh, no. Excellent. Who did, who
2: did you have? <laughs> Shoot. Wait,
3: I take it <laughs> back. Late. It's too late. So yeah, you look. went Sean, Sean Connery. Connery. Sean Connery is on my list, but he's yeah. not He's not the guy that I wanted to go with because I'm with you. I think someone whose oh, voice no. is oh, often no. imitated. Oh, no. It's I, literally I missed
2: it. I missed it, and I know... Um, hold on, i got to write it you, down. Everyone
3: can write it down, because it down. If, if there is any any red-blooded American... Hold it, hold it, hold it. The one voice that hold we reveal. all think we can do, except we can't, is Christopher Walken. Oh! oh. Which means not I wrote literally down.
0: just landed my favorite two picks of this draft. Oh my goodness. I'm not revealing so, this, so because Mike maybe this is with yours. So went Christopher Walken, yes. which I get, I understand... Oh. But my two picks are home runs, and I can't even believe they're here for me at the turn, which is Sam ah, Elliott. that was the one. When you said red-blooded, I was thinking. Beef
3: brisket. Beef welling.
0: Sam Elliott's voice is iconic. It's in so many commercials. Yes. It's the best voice ever. The problem with
3: Sam Elliott is I don't think he has the same name recognition with, uh, with people a little bit younger than us that Christopher Walken has. I don't agree.
0: And then Liam Neeson is my third pick. Sure, that's a good one. Liam Neeson, iconic, everlasting. Great. Basically. Because now uh, I
3: get my third pick.
0: Go for it. I'll take Jack Nicholson. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, I like Jack Nicholson. (sighs) My number one guy. I would would tend to agree that, you know, he's not doing a lot lately. No, he's not. (laughs) Uh (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) he he doesn't he doesn't need to he just kind of stepped aside he just watches lakers games but i definitely an iconic voice so um as jason gets ready to make his pick borland give us a lay of the land what are the teams looking like
1: andy has james earl jones sam elliott liam neeson mike has morgan freeman christopher walken and jack nicholson jason has anthony hopkins and sean connery
3: okay all right so i've got my fourth pick lined up jason i hope you don't
1: look I've got one of them. Hope you don't
3: underthink this.
1: I've got one of them. I'm
2: putting Denzel in there. Great voice. He's on my list. Denzel is is locked in. My man. I'm fine with my three picks. I don't have a my man. I don't have a a tier one like you guys have. This this is the place where I real the fourth pick is where I need to come up from the bottom and make a great pick. I'm torn. Here's the problem. There isn't one. There's a lot of tier four voices here. And I don't know the right way to go. Do I go with great or do I go with, like, memorable? Like, there's a voice that I want to go with here that when I say the name, you can immediately, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: immediately say. Like, when when Andy said Liam Neeson, I can't. Like, I know he's got a great, great, memorable voice, the Taken speech, but I can't think of it immediately. But if I say this name, I know you can, but it's not a good voice. You know what I mean? (laughs) it's annoying oh, there's, there's, there's two people yeah. that come
3: to mind uh, so i'm very interested which, which which one you're actually thinking of
2: so now let me just to help finish this up what is the title of this draft the most iconic voices
0: in hollywood in yeah. hollywood in hollywood see
2: that's what hurts your sam elliott right what well, because Sam Elliott's not really Hollywood.
0: What are you talking about? Yes, yeah,
2: so I
3: mean, he's a, Sam
0: Elliott is he's a famous Hollywood actor.
3: Sure, that's but, his definition. But no, but th- that's what I was trying to to the commercials to hint versus movies. Is like, no, he's in
0: tons and tons of Western movies. He's super. He was literally just in uh, the Bradley Cooper uh, movie that just came yeah, out. Yeah, Star is Born. A star is born. I mean, he is he's, a he's great, famous but he's, Hollywood actor. Don't he, attack mine. Just make your Gilbert Godfrey pick. <laughs> it, just that, make the pick. No, I'm not going that
2: annoying. I could never do that. I. <sighs> You're
0: starting to sound like the most
2: annoying voice in Hollywood. Mm, good. All right. Uh, oh, man, there's three here I'm deciding between. I wish I could just share them, but I'm not the last pick. I'm going to go with al pacino which okay i'm okay I, I feel like that is I, I don't know why i'm trying to get the votes i surprised. can't win without
3: the tier one i mean you went you didn't go with the uh, you didn't go with the annoying yeah.
2: voice
0: no, no. that is one a is huge letdown <laughs> set us up not to say it <laughs> hey
2: nobody's picked if you want to let me change i'll change
0: uh no uh mike your turn I do want to
3: hear it though. If we don't bring it up, I want to hear it. So I had locked in my fourth, and then I realized that there was another name on this list that and I said, Ah crap, I can't lock in the fourth. So I'm I've been struggling. The whole time Jason was trying to stall for time, I was hoping he would go longer. Well, look, I can keep going if you put me back (laughs) on the clock. Happy to do that for you, Mike. Because one of the, the the one of these people, I could say literally one word and you'll know who I'm talking about. Which I think that's pretty iconic. If if you can say one word in a certain fashion, you know who it is. The other one, it's it's very similar, Jason. Where they there's not like a, a particular catchphrase, but you know this person's voice. Mm-hmm. Like big time, big time actor, big time in commercials as well. All right, I'm going to go – shoot. Okay, I'll go with the, the person who has the one-word f- phrase, which is, whoa. Oh, okay. So I'm going to take – he's pretty hot right now, too. So he's I think, hot,
2: but this is not an iconic
3: voice. He's known not for so his voice. you're going Keanu Reeves. But you, you, What? He's not known for his voice, but his voice is iconic.
2: Sure, yes. I, I think both of those things can be true. I'm happy with your pick because it's not good.
0: I have James Earl Jones, Sam Elliott, Liam Neeson. I thought of one in the 11th hour that I like more than all of my other options, so I am going with Patrick Stewart. Okay. Oh, Patrick okay. Okay. Stewart. Kind of jean Luke Against the Anthony Hopkins. card. I had Alan Rickman on my short list. I had Gene Hackman on my short sure. list.
2: The two that I was deciding between. So it, I was between Al Pacino f- for the non-annoying. Al Pacino and Samuel L. Jackson.
3: Sam Jackson was the guy. Sam Jackson was perfect because he's he does commercial work, voiceover work. Sam Jack, it was between Sam Jackson Pulp and Keanu fiction. Reeves. For but me.
0: now you, when you think of Samuel Jackson, you have to get a capital one. one. More time. You have to get a capital one card,
3: um, and I don't want to have to do that. Yeah, that's true.
2: Um, but the annoying one that has such an iconic voice—was it Fran voice, Drescher? No, oh. no, that is a very—that's too annoying. Again, just like Gilbert Gottfried. Steve Godfrey. Buscemi? No, Ethan Lane? Chris Rock? Oh, like Chris Rock? I
0: don't think that's uh, very annoying. No. Uh,
2: I'm not. I, th- that's why I said I'm not going annoying to the levels of Gilbert Godfrey and, and Fran right. Dresser. I'm just saying, like, that's not. I, you know, these voices are voices that are iconic because we love their voices. Uh, Chris Rock's is iconic because it's its own th- it's its own thing, man. You know, he's got his own style. Yes. It's not that you just go, man, I love. Chris Rock's voice and
0: obviously very subjective I mean there are names that we all know are going to be in that category but some people you like some people you don't like I mean obviously you would have won the whole vote if you went Chris Rock I mean that would have right. just been it's clearly the winner that you didn't pick the, But
2: the name that came to mind when I was before the show and I wasn't thinking about it in Hollywood iconic once we really got clarity here from the owl I uh, honed in on these names but Robert Baratheon the character from from uh, Game the of Thrones. character Robert Baratheon, well, the actor who plays
1: that. No, I'm <laughs> and just who is that?
2: I don't know. Nobody knows. That's <laughs> why I didn't go with that.
1: <laughs> Solid, not pick. <laughs> but I'm um, just saying. I can't believe Arnold fell to the waivers. Yeah, that's, yeah.
2: That's,
0: Oh my that's, God. that's a good one. You know, I even wrote, I wrote Whoopi Goldberg down,
2: and you didn't she's write. Got yeah, very,
0: she's got that iconic, very iconic voice. voice. I, I wrote her name down. Oprah. Uh, Oprah, sure. Um, see, when, James when, when, Stewart, you know,
3: when you go. James Stewart.
0: Yeah. Jimmy Stewart. James Stewart.
3: <laughs> I can I know, honestly say
0: I know who it is. it's, it's I a can, wonderful <laughs> life. I can honestly say It's a classic I, Clint Eastwood's another one that's I good. I don't
2: believe I've watched front to back one single Jimmy Stewart. Well you should movie see rear window.
0: Life. You should do yourself a favor and, and grow grow his, up.
3: His voice was really iconic in like the forties. Yeah. I don't do black and white, my friends.
0: Literally, part of the definition of iconic would be that it has lasted a period of time as being an icon of industry. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, l- l- but still lasted, remembered.
2: Right? <laughs> yes. Yes. That's, that's also part of that iconic. That's part of it, you see. <laughs> Whatever, man.
0: <laughs> Whatever. All right. What What'd you? Uh, well, I guess I got a button for this oh. now.
2: What did we learn today?
3: We, oh. all, we all learned the same thing. Well, we definitely all learned about the bananas. Here. Yes, I learned that the bottom of a banana
2: actually Look, has a name now. Looking at looking at the uh, the logo that we have here in our set. Oh no! I'm wondering he's if one. he's
3: wearing inside of that banana peel. Our poor monkey friend. He's wearing a bananas. <laughs> I learned that Mike is a genius, and on today's show, I learned that the garage is considered an
2: invention, <laughs> 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 not not just like. Like, oh, this is a little innovative. We're parking our car in here. No, this. Oh, my gosh. I've invented the garage.
3: (laughs) We'll see you next time. Goodbye. I'll see you later.
1: (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Spitballers podcast. To see what other nonsense the guys are up to, check out spitballerspod.com.